want to tell the folks, them people, um, how you celebrated your birthday? Was it a weekend, a week? Did it was it a month long event we didn't know about? Is it still going? I don't turn down anybody who wants to celebrate me for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really like a week long. I mean, you know, throughout the throughout the month, people been doing stuff, but I feel like officially it was like a week long. I did a variety of things. Okay. Um, I went out to this restaurant in Hyde Park called Nestler. The food was really good. Customer service was great. Drinks, uh, that we had this. I had this watermelon basil thing. Amazing. Um, from there we went to the promontory. And the promontory um, was doing grown folk stories. That's the night. And so they do this. This is a Thursday. So they do this every third Thursday of the month. And it's kind of like spoken word, but not. So you anybody can get on stage and you literally just tell a story about whatever you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be like a poem, a freestyle, like just okay. a story. <clears throat> you got five minutes to tell your story. And whether that story is just like, this was the outcome of that or whatever. Like it was, a, I had never been there before. My cousin is one who took me and she had been to a couple and they just kind of go around. Like you can put your name in the hat if you want to get to go on stage and tell your story. And they just pull names, but it can just be like, yo, I had this fun situation at work or I went on this vacation. This is what I learned from it. Or, but like everybody got like their comedic twist to it. Shout out to us. Cause we know how to make everything funny. <laughs> okay. People was talking about like, you know, their experience with their kid and how like growing up is different now versus when we was growing up and, you know, that type of stuff. So it was good, but like everybody had this comedic twist to it in a way. Uh, so that was good. And then uh, I was supposed to go out the Friday before my birthday, but things got switched, like canceled. So I didn't do anything technically Friday. And actually Friday, I was having a very bad day. Mm-hmm. Um you know, some days you just up and then some days you just down. It was a down day for me. I was in my feelings. I really didn't want to talk to nobody. Everybody was trying to get me out the house. Everybody was trying to get me to do something. I just didn't. I just wasn't in the mood. I felt a lot of that day crying, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, and then Saturday, which was my actual birthday. Um, so I got a facial for the first time. So that was really cool. I had never had a facial. That was nice and relaxing. When you, I'm pretty wait, sure I dozed off. When you said you get... Like professional, like you never gave yourself one either, or I mean, I get I do my personal skincare, so but like this, I've never gotten a professional. This, okay, facial. all right, cool, all right. That's what I thought. I was like, and Sunday, <laughs> so I did that. okay. So we still on Saturday, right? This is Saturday, okay. yeah. And then after my facial, I got a massage, which was really nice. Um, and I don't know, like I one of the people who talked to my masseuse. Okay. I know some people go in there and just be quiet, but I was like, if I go, I'm like, if I'm in here, like an hour is kind of a long time to just be sitting in silence. And so I started like talking to my masseuse and cracking jokes and stuff. And she was like, she was just laughing with me, but it was really about the music. You ever go get a massage and they play the music, right? And it's very like, bing, type of music. Yeah. I'm and familiar. I was like, I was like, I was, I told her, I was like, they should allow y'all. But they should allow the customer to pick what type of music they would like to hear. I was like, because this, this is not doing it for me. 
And the songs was sweet. I was like, this is giving me elevator music, right? And she was laughing. And then the next song came on. I was like, I don't even watch enough of this, but this is giving me anime opening soundtrack. Like, I just, so we was in that clack track and tell us about the music. So we had a good time. Uh, end up leaving there. Um, and slam dunking my birthday outfit. Like, I only had to put on one thing. It worked perfectly. I didn't have to go through 17 outfits. It was okay. great. <laughs> We end up going to this restaurant that I'm going to butcher the name of. But it is an Italian restaurant. Um, north side of Chicago, I guess you could say. And it is called Sapori Trattoria. Okay. And it's an Italian restaurant. They make all their pasta from scratch. The food was really good. The ambiance was really good. It was definitely given like little Italy. Like the way they sat us in like this window. Like, so she was like, what do you want? She was like, do you want to be outside or inside? And I was like, I don't want to fight the bugs. Let's do inside. And it was this very like Italy-esque. And they sat us in this window. And it's like, oh, there was a little cafe across the street. It's like, it was really cute though. But the food was good. Those customer service was amazing. Um, the drinks was hidden. And so we left there and then we went to this little lounge slash speakeasy, mm-hmm. which was called The Revolver. Um, so they have like snacks, but they're really a cocktail bar, like cocktail lounge. So you go in there and get your drinks. So we did like two drinks and a shot there, kind of kikied. And then uh, my co-host on No Chill hit, hit us up and was like, hey, if y'all still out and y'all want to come over, just slide by the crib. They had Tim and his wife uh, bought them a new house or whatever. And so like, Hey, come slide through, come check out the house. So I was kind of thinking they was having like a little housewarming thing type of thing going on. But when I get there, it was low-key an impromptu birthday party for me. And I didn't know. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. So there was other people <laughs> besides them or there was just them? They threw it for you? Like it was him and his it, wife? No, it was him and his girl. And they was like. I, when I talked to him on Friday, he kept asking me like what I was doing, what I was doing. I was just like telling him like I was in my feelings, like I don't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. And they had he had like a friend in town, like another couple that was in town who happened to watch our show or me and his show. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "Come through." And so when I came through, and then like other people that I knew started popping up, and I was like. Oh, like it's like a party for me. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, because I heard like you was in your feelings and stuff the other night. So I thought that was like really nice. Uh, so we did that for a little bit, for a lot of bit. I would say for a little bit. We did that for like, I don't know, like three hours or we was over there. So probably four. But the house was beautiful. We had a good time. Um, Sunday, I pretty much relaxed, I want to say. Um, I don't think I did anything on Sunday. And then the rest of it, the rest of the week just been kind of hitting there. Like people been like buying me lunch or sending me money for drinks and things like that. So, yeah. All right. Before I talk about uh, me and my niece that happened two weeks ago, I want to ask you this question. I didn't bring this up when I hung out with my goddaughter, but do you remember how you were introduced to drinking? I grew up with an alcoholic. So what was your first drink? My very first drink was a beer. Okay. And then how did you get mixed? How did you get introduced to hard liquor? Um, my first hard liquor, I would say, was sophomore year. 
it was homecoming. And we was going, we were supposed to go into this homecoming party, like the school's homecoming party. Okay. And we was hanging on the block with the, the neighborhood guys, me and the two girls, me and this girl that I was cool with at the time. We was hanging on the block, we was getting dressed, you know, the whole night. And then we go, we, but we was hanging out with them so long that we got to the school so late that at this point we couldn't even get into school. Okay. <laughs> I had never been to I didn't go my freshman year because I didn't really like talk to people freshman year I was really by myself so I had never I still to this day had never went to a homecoming party so I never got that experience um, but the sophomore year I had those two friends that I had met and I was like oh we're gonna go to homecoming it's gonna be an experience but we got there so late because we was kicking on the block and when we was like sitting there it was a couple of guys that we knew from school that was like dang y'all got here late what y'all finna get into and they, we like, we don't know. They're like, oh, such and such is having a party mm-hmm. who live like two to three blocks away from the school. Like, so we was like, oh, okay, zip, zip. So we get to the house and one of my girls, I don't think I knew at the time, but looking back, I guess their boyfriend might've bought them some liquor because I don't know how else we got it. But people was in there drinking, but it was a bottle of Bacardi Limon that we had. And that was like my taste of like the first time of like real hard liquor, I believe. That was the first time. And you had that straight. You wasn't mixed with anything. Nah, that was like, yeah, drink this out the bottle. Woo, have a good time. See, I was I was thinking that the way you're introduced, but I guess I, sh- I shouldn't have thought this, that the way you're introduced to liquor um, kind of, I don't know, defines your relationship with it. And so I always thought, and the only reason I bring this up is because when I was hanging out with my goddaughter, she saw the mixed drinks when we was at Texas Roadhouse. And then she wanted to tell me that she's had liquor before. And I was like, okay. And she was like, but you know, her dad, who me and him went to high school together, so we friends or whatever, had introduced her like on New Year's Eve. But the way he did it was, here's vodka, take a shot. All right, here's tequila, take a shot. And she was like, it was disgusting. It was nasty. So I was like, why mm-hmm. did he mix? I was like, it's going to be, you should so, mix it. <laughs> I think it's funny how you say like the way you introduce something, it's like how you feel about the liquor, because I think that's why I'm a beer person. So I got introduced to liquor like twice, right? Okay. Well, <laughs> the beer portion of it. Okay. So no, no, no. So like fun fact, when I was like a kid, maybe, I don't know, like six, seven or something, really, 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 really young. And when I was growing up, I always knew that pop came in a two liter. And my daddy beer came in cans. Okay. No, 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 no. We had two liters. I'm sorry, twisted around. We had um pop in the can. Okay. And my daddy beer came in a bottle. Right. And for whatever particular time, my daddy had canned beers in the fridge. And I like I said, it has to be like six or seven. And I went in the fridge thinking I was grabbing a pop, but I grabbed a beer. Now I didn't know this story. My parents had to go back and tell me this story, but like so I'm whatever age, six, seven, I'm drinking said beer, thinking that it was hot and was knocked out, right? Like sleep. And I remember my daddy being like, he come in the room because he thought I was sleep early, like thinking it was weird. And saw the can sitting like next to me, you know, in a bed and him being like, shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, holy crap. He was like, I was checking your pulse. Like, is he okay? And so, even though I didn't remember that, you know, I was just mm. like, okay, so I know for a fact my very first my very first drink was a beer. But fast forward to when I got to like 13, 14, whatever, 
Um, and my dad being a West Indies Caribbean man, like they've been drinking their whole life. This ain't this ain't nothing new, you know. Yeah. Um, so him being like, have a beer with me. And I'm like, okay, so my first beer, I don't know what the, the canned beer was, but I know the first time I had a beer with my daddy was an MGD, because that's what he used to drink all the time. So I had the bottle, and he had the bottle, and we was just sipping beers. Like, it's okay. And so a lot of women are not big beer drinkers, but I think because that was the first thing I had, and I was like, oh, this is what the taste of li- like alcohol is, is mm. why I might be a beer drinker. Yeah, my brother, my youngest brother had a similar story to yours. Uh, I don't know if he remembers it. We never talk about it. <laughs> but he, when we were younger, he had to be about four or five. He was sneaking sips of my dad's beer while my auntie was over. And he would come on the porch and he was being super silly. And we were like, I think he's drunk. And my mom did, was in disbelief. And I'm like, I think this little dude is drunk. And that's why he's over here doing these little crazy and silly things. But Kids do crazy and silly things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my first alcohol was beer. And I was like, this shit disgusting. And it's nasty. And <laughs> so it's so funny because I had the beer. But then when I got to like 2021. I, but this Wait, 2021? You mean your age, not the year. Yeah, 2021 the age. Okay, I was yes. like, wait, two, three um, years ago? Two years ago? My um, friend was off at college. And if you know anything like college life, everybody drink beer. Like, it's mm-hmm. like the drink, especially when you go into like a PWI. And so, like, we would like bar hop, but I would hang with her and it would be like very college esque experience. And they would, you know, we, we broke at 2021. You just living your best life. And the beer would be the cheapest thing. You get a picture for a dollar fifty or whatever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I at one point I was like, ill, no beer. But I think it was because. I have very cheap beer during this time. <laughs> and I was like, no, what? Like, I didn't like it. And then, and not saying that this beer, these beers are any better per se, but they wasn't like Bud Lights, you know, 211s. Like, we was drinking very horrible beer. And then it was like, oh, but my daddy had an MGD. And that was a very, like, reminiscent taste to me. Mm-hmm. So from there, I was like, if it's MGD, I can drink that. But I can't drink this other stuff, right? Yeah. And then from there, I was able to, like, switch into, oh, and then being Jamaican, and it was the red stripes. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to get into the Coronas. And then I was like, okay, when they start switching to, like, uh, Blue Moon, and you have to have the orange. And I think I just got a palette for citrus. And so that made me get into the hazy IPAs and the citrus IPAs and stuff like that. So I think, like, that was my transition because for a long time i stopped drinking beer and i realized it was because it was cheap beer that i was drinking i was like what the fuck is this that makes sense that makes sense okay so i had back-to-back weekends with the two two ladies of my life uh i talked about hanging out with my goddaughter before she went to college the week after uh my niece is finally back in town from being in seattle for a couple of weeks to visit family and i took her to the movies Right. So before we go to the movies, um, and I might play the song at the end of this, at the end of the pod. But um, what happened was I was hanging out with her a couple of like a month or so ago, two months ago. Right. And she was on TikTok. And while she was on TikTok, she was singing to herself and she was like, Cuckoo banana, Cuckoo banana banana and she kept doing this and i was like okay i was like say i was like hold on 
what are you saying blah blah i took my phone out and recorded her and she's like what are you doing i was like i'm gonna make a beat out of that so she'd been asking for That's this beat. So she'd been asking for this beat so i keep forgetting to bring my ipad so i brought it over before we went to the movies and played it for her and she was blown and i was like do you want it you know put it in your tiktok videos and she was like uh no i don't know blah blah but my niece has gone through these phases when it comes to music and um she went a couple of years ago she was in the coil array then she moved over to shakira then she moved now she's i'm surprised she found madonna and this has to all be to tiktok so while i was over there i broke out my little dj app that i have my ipad and was playing around with her and i was like yo and i had cue points queued up it was funny because most of the cue points was queued up from when we did our uh best sex song or whatever so i was trying to find songs i could actually play for this little girl where it don't look so crazy or whatever but she played around with that so we go to the movies and i say yo we finna go to the big girl th movie theater you know we're going to the one where they bring you food and you gotta order it and yes. blah blah <sighs> never again guys never again. so we get to the movie theater i said what do you want to eat and everything no she she was looking at stuff and i had to go through it she ends up ordering some cheese sticks and the guy looks at me and says hey um and she wanted a lemonade sprite i can't remember what she was drunk what she was drinking but i get her her drink and the guy says you want a kid's one or a, the, uh, the large one and i remember when we went to go see mario i said she went through a couple of refills all right let me get the large one I end up getting like a chicken sandwich. She had to go to the bathroom uh, forever. But the worst, <laughs> worst is so I've been. It's, we got Hollywood Palms and Hollywood. What's the other one called now? Boulevard. They're split now. They don't. They, they're not even known by the same people. But really, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I have not been to a Hollywood Boulevard in ages. Yeah, that was the first one. That was the one in Woodridge, and then yeah, the other one is in Naperville. Ages. So we're. I've gone there plenty of times between the both of them. I've always ordered just food, quote unquote, real food, for lack of a better term. And I saw they had popcorn. And I was like, oh, how can we order popcorn? She's like, yeah, we should get popcorn. I said, the only way I'm ordering us popcorn, if you finish your food. She ain't finished her food. Halfway through the Absolutely movie. Absolutely not. Halfway through the movie, she says, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, I get up because she ain't never been there, blah, blah. This girl was in the bathroom for like 15, 20 minutes. And then one, and then Why? when she, I don't know. <laughs> then when she comes out, she want to tell me about how somebody got the same shoes as me. I was like, all right, man, whatever. So what did y'all go see? We went to go see T, uh, Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. It was. A, I heard that was so good. It is a good movie. The soundtrack was on point. Tons of old school hip hop. Shout and out! And I heard it's Papa from the Shadows playing Michelangelo, and I love that for him. I, I like the fact that. This might be, and I've been watching Turtles since the first movie in 89, I believe, or 90, where they actually felt like teenagers because they got yeah, young that's people. Because <laughs> they was played by teenagers. Yes. That's somebody was like, yeah. They got young people to do this. So <clears throat> we're on our way back. Oh, no, no. Before we leave the movie theater, she didn't know any. Obviously, she didn't know, like, they was playing Tri-Call Quest. They was playing um, ODB, stuff like that. She didn't know any of that. The one song she knew was Four Non Blondes. What's going on? Do you know this song? Mm. It was funny as hell because it comes out in the movie. And I know the song because it was heavy on MTV. Into a crisis. 
So yeah. And I man, when I tell you when What's this came on in the movie and she started singing it, I said, How the hell do you know this? TikTok. It's I was just like, Insta. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it's like, just Insta. I never knew the name of that song or who made it. Yeah, I was because I knew I was like, you know, four nine blondes. Like, why do you know this song? She's like, oh, TikTok. So then, why is it not called What's Going On? Oh, it is called What's Going On. Yeah, it's like What's Up, official. Like, What's Up? What's Going On? Um, What's going on? This is giving rock band. Is that a rock band? It might be. I was telling Sarah about that. That's how I discovered Paramore through rock band. I was like, that's how I knew who they were. Um, Before we so. What else happened? Oh, so on our way home, I put up the YouTube music top 100 charts and I wanted to go through these songs and she knew so many of them. I was like, listen, you know what? For whatever we be saying, TikTok is like their radio. This is how they discover yeah. songs. Oh yeah, but the problem is they only know snippets. That's true. That's true. And I know, you know that for I know that for myself because whatever, what was it, the BET Awards? That even though they had all these women rappers and I was very proud of them, I was like, what song is this? And I did not know until the TikTok clip came in. I was like, oh, this shorty who, okay. Yeah. I, the, I don't, I don't And know. the worst part about it is I would play the song and she would listen for a second and she'd be like, yeah, I know that. Next. Like we couldn't even vibe to a song or whatever. And then she thought she was funny because I stopped at 7-Eleven. My brother tell me she is hooked on Honey Buns. So I go to 7-Eleven. The going, white frosty ones or the regular ones? So far, the regular ones. I didn't even introduce her to the white frosty ones yet. Those are, those are amazing. So we stop at 7-Eleven. I was like, look, I'm going to run in and get a snack. She's like, what about me? I was like, I'm getting you one too. You don't even know what I want. I was surprising her. I was like, don't worry about it. I come back and I said, yo, what's going on with the music? She was like, oh. How old is she again? Huh? How old is she? Eight. She's eight. Eight. Okay. All right. So she says, well, I said, what's going on with the music? She's like, I, I stopped it. I want, I wanted you to hear this one. And it's the baby. <laughs> yo, it's this the baby featuring Sexy Red. And I'm like, okay. No, Man, no. you cut it on. It's like, I don't know how to dance, but I know how to fuck. And she starts laughing. Right. And I was like, no, we, what are you doing? We, we're skipping past this. She thought it was hilarious. Hands on your knees when you hear like a man. Hands on your knees. Hands on your knees. <sighs> but yeah, but. This is what, what really struck me. And I, this is why I love kids. Because you, when you're there for their discovery. So we're on our way back home. And she's, first of all, she want to spend the rest of the day with me. What you doing afterwards? I was like, I, I'm, going, I'm going to the gym. Uh, can you go to the gym? I was like, no, no, no. So I walked her to the, I even walked her to the door. I was like, I, I'm not even going to see my mom and dad. Like, I'm tired. So uh, on the way back, she's like, Uncle John. I said, what's up? What's the name of that app? I was like, what app? She's like. The, the one where you was making the scratches, I was like, oh, it's called DJ. And if I'm here, if I, but if years later, my little niece is a DJ, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and yo, I'll be telling her, take advantage. You're a woman. They, you will be in high demand at these clubs. Yeah, absolutely. You're cute. Like, yep. let's, let's go. Shout out to her. You're going to be her favorite uncle. Uh, yeah, I'll be trying. I'll be trying. But listen, I'm not even going to hold y'all. I got home, guys. I crashed. I went upstairs to my bedroom. I didn't cut the TV on. I was asleep. I told Sarah, I joked with Sarah. I said, listen, man, God forbid, but if this don't work out, I can't date a woman with young kids. Like these kids got to be in high school and older. It is like, I'm done. Like eight versus 18. Uh, the three hours I spent with my goddaughter versus the three hours I spent with my niece, the niece wore me out. It's too much. She was playing around with them chairs because they can go, they have the recliner. I was like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't be hanging out with you like that. And we still got to go to the zoo. 
Golly, that's gonna be something. Yo, she- Lincoln Park is a Lincoln Park Zoo is having adult night uh, or adult, yeah, adult night or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like fifteen dollars or something to get in. The money all goes to like the animals or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, animals. Uh- <laughs> yo, yo, you sound like my. She was like, I haven't been to the zoo in a while. I think the animals forgot me. I was like, I don't think they were thinking about you, but okay. Yeah, it's cool. But it's because they got bars available and DJ booths and all this oh, other stuff that you, yeah, that you can't have with kids being there. I think it's um the last, what, let me look at the calendar. It is, oh, it might be August 31st, I think. I've been to Lincoln Park Zoo one time in my little life. It was cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. It looks like they're like the last Thursday. It's got to say June 29th or every other month because there wasn't one in July. And it looks like this okay. adults night out is going to be. Oh, Halloween is going to be in October, and it'll probably be one in December. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, oh, but while you we're talking about that, um, usually when we do these, like oh something else, something is coming up. The pod had already happened, but not this time. If you listen to it on time, <laughs> uh, Cinema Day is August 27th, and I know AMC and Regal Theaters are going to have $4 oh, yeah, movie yeah, tickets. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, $4 movie tickets at AMC, and they're going to have $5 small combos, so popcorn and a drink and stuff like that. So if y'all want to catch a movie, I might go see Barbie then. Just go see it on a Sunday. Uh, and then I've seen the Blackberry movie. That movie was good. That movie. What was- is that? So they did a movie. Is no Tetris is Apple. It came out in the movie theaters in about the rise and fall of BlackBerry, and mm-hmm. to me, it kind of came across as a technological Titanic, because you knew what the iceberg the iceberg is coming, and the iceberg is Apple. The iPhone is coming, and. So you know how it ends, but to see how this company came together and all the willing and dealing and backdoor deals they made in the moment where the shit hits the fan, it's not a spoiler because this shit happened, is when Steve Jobs had announced um, the iPhone, right? And all the Blackberry is sitting there fascinated, like, oh, okay, blah, blah. And the dude, I can't remember the dude's name who runs Blackberry, was like, yo, we got a keyboard. And when I brought this movie up to Sarah, she's like, that keyboard. I was like, that keyboard was amazing. It felt so nice to, to, uh-huh. to type on. And when he went to Verizon to show them the new BlackBerry Bold, I think it was. And this one, this is the one that had the trackpad and at the little ball. They weren't impressed. They was like, haven't you seen what Apple's doing? And this dude on the spot made up the BlackBerry Storm. I think that's the one that came out. He's like, we're doing a touchscreen too. And man, that phone damn near sank them. Which is wild because... The way the movie sets up, because so many people had to return it, and Verizon ended up suing them and getting their money back because they invested so much into that phone and promoting it. Uh, but that was 2009 or something like that, 2007. Their last great year was 2011. Is like when they peaked. And I was like, damn. Damn. I don't even know. I never had a BlackBerry. I did. I loved it. I loved the uh, BBM. I was so like great. The, the crazy thing, I feel like all the BlackBerry people moved right over the iPhone. Yeah, I went to Android and all first. all the others went to Android, yeah. I went to Android first. I've had almost every phone system besides uh, Palm. I never had a Palm Pilot, and they're in the movie, too, because they were trying to buy BlackBerry. But it's interesting. It is really fast, especially the nature, the culture, BlackBerry culture, work culture. You were surprised they got anything done. 
they were so many, oh, this is movie night. This is this. And they had one dude come in there and like, fam, we got deadlines. We got to get you. I'm up here yelling like in sports. I'm like, y'all got to work. What are y'all doing? This is why y'all didn't make it. Blah, blah. Like, but it's good. Uh, I'm in the middle of watching the Tetris movie. And that's, that's interesting. It's too, interesting too. But I think that is it for my movies. Uh, I'm over here looking at what's in theaters to see if there's something I would want to see. Turtles, Barbie, for five Oppenheimer. Beetle, for five I hours. I want to see Turtles. You, oh, you, <laughs> Uh, what up? Uh, Blue Beetles in theaters that beat Barbie. This would have been a great night for them. To, I mean, a great day for them to bring some retro movies and put them in the theater. I'm like, oh yeah, watch that. I ain't seen that in the theater. Okay, celebrity. Oh no, before we get into the celebrity corner, Usher has added some more dates. He and, did, and these prices is dumb. Well, the the official tickets haven't gone on sale yet. That's. Friday, oh, so the 25th. Yeah, these are all pre-sales. I'm hoping that there are packages because that's the best deal to go through MGM and get a package. So, and I'll probably be able to get to go because they're into December and Sarah's almost done with school. So we can actually go to this. So I was like, amen for December. If I can go, I will, I will aim for December. Oh, that might. Oh, all right. Hold on. We might do a uh, December. And then I know we got a listener who she, she's like, yo, when y'all go, let me know. I am in LA. It don't take nothing <laughs> to get there. So four I definitely, hours, yeah, I would hours. definitely let you know. I drove, we drove from Cali to Vegas uh, when I went to go visit my friend. My bestie, like, let me know when you want, because she already seen us. She was like, I'd go again. Yeah, well, I, I would too. If I had seen it already, I would have gone. Um, Did you catch the Kiki? An Usher video boyfriend, and if you did, I have uh, not. I've seen clips, but I haven't watched the video in its entirety. Have you heard the song at least, or I've seen the clip. So <laughs> whatever the song was in the clip is what I heard. I like how you you speak as if you like. I know I have Apple Music, and I could have heard the song. I know I have like access to hear the song, but I was like, nope. You I'm right? Gonna, I'm gonna just I'll watch need you this to call song. Me out. Uh. uh it's a cool little it's a cool little song. Um, I can see how people can think the video's a little petty. My only pushback with the video, with Kiki Palmer being the star in the video and they kind of playing up on their viral moment is, man, y'all do have a child. How do you explain this <laughs> to the child? To be like, like, mommy, were you making fun of daddy at this point? Blah, blah, blah. How does that work? I mean, okay, so I didn't see the video in its entirety. I see the snippets of her kind of giving Usher vibes. Okay. So in my head, I'm like, if you see this video in no context to her shit and her baby daddy, what does the video look like to you then? Well, then the end, the end of the video is the part. So you're oh. right. If you don't have, if you just see that, it just means like, oh, okay, Kiki and Usher hooked up, you know, linked up to do a video. At the end, because this is all a dream for her. She's like, oh, I missed the concert, blah, blah, blah. And she says something, something, something. I am a mother and looks at the camera. So she like, she, she brings that back up. Yeah. And that's the part. It was a dream. That's cute. I should go watch this video. (laughs) No, but speaking of videos, is it Victoria Monet? Yeah. Yes. That's the, that's the dope song. Mama came through with a dope ass video. I already liked the song. Oh my mama. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what's the name of that song? The video is amazing. You talking about nostalgia. You talking about 
two early two thousands. You talking about Atlanta Strong? Mama came in. Uh, Sean Bankhead killed the choreography. The video was good. I, I already liked the song. Like that was one thing I had already liked the song. And then the video drop, Miss Man. This crazy part was like this could have been a Sierra track. Like the whole thing was giving me Sierra people, too. Like yeah, people. I, I saw them bring that up. But all right. Can we do this math though? Can we can we realize that time has passed? This feels I think people are saying like because it feels like a Sierra song, the Sierra should do it, but then that they're leaving out an important part like this feels like a Sierra song in 2006, 2008, 2009. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sierra. But no, like I, I it seemed like a a, a grown-up vert like how can I explain? Like I feel like she could have still rocked this though. Like it was still made sense for her. Like just the visuals of it, the choreography of it, uh, playing tribute to like well, the like, Atlanta of it. It was just like okay. I like the song more than I like the Sierra and Chris Brown song. I didn't. That thought that was a waste of a Chris Brown feature, but I agree. I was like, y'all should have did something else. <laughs> we we talked about this. I was like, listen, as bad as Future is, as toxic as, as he was for that relationship. The vibe he gave you on Body Party is a vibe she should have just settled into. And it's not like Future is the only person that could have produced that type of music for her. But I felt like this is the direction you should have went into. Uh, what else I have on my celeb list? That was Usher. And we got into Victoria Monet. Oh, Beyonce. She, now I know you went to the concert and you was hushed. You hushed when she said hush. Where's my Beyonce story at? I muted when she told me to go mute. (laughs) Now she's setting a dress code for her birthday. Would you have participated in this? So Beyonce Beyonce says dress code. I've been silvered out. Yeah, for Virgo Seasons Renaissance World Tour shows. This is her birthday wish. She wants everybody to wear silver. Silver dress. That's the crazy thing. I would have been silver. She got it from like these dates to these dates, I believe. Yes. Uh, I would have been silvered out. Whatever you want, sis. August twenty third to September twenty second. Virgo season is upon us. This tour has been such a joy. And as we approach the last month, my birthday wishes to celebrate with you wearing your most fabulous silver fashions to the shows. I would have been in my silver. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. All right. Since we're talking about Beyonce, let's move in. How are you? Are you following this or are you familiar with this funky Dineva, Chloe and Haley B? <laughs> so if if you know, you know, I am a big Funky Dineva fan. I, you know, I've been following him since my husband lay like, um, ever since he became, but I met, I got, I figured out who he was. I learned about him when Scandal was on okay. because they had that like table talk or whatever. And they was talking about, he was doing reviews of the show or recaps. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, my hair is laid like. President Fitz or whatever, and I remember Carrie talking about him, and they had showed a clip, and that's how I first learned about him. And I said, I've been watching him since then, and Scandal has been off for a very long time. Yes, it is. Uh, um, so I am usually, I always feel like Quentin because that's his government mm-hmm. is very good at speaking openly and knowing that this might be controversial but I don't mean it in this type of way but I'm getting my thoughts out and I do hear where you're coming from and I respect your opinion and here's mine and blah 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 so I've gotten used to him right yes I I, I saw this clip 
of him on Fox Soul because that's where he's working at now. And the, the, the topic comes up about Hallie looking pregnant and mm-hmm. said live of DDG. Is that his name? Yes, her rapper boyfriend, yeah. And I guess Chloe being... And I saw this clip and I was like, Chloe didn't even go that hard, but just being like, keep my sister name out your mouth. Yeah. Prior to this, Funky Dan even had already made a video about Chloe because the question came up, is Chloe the next Beyonce? And he had voiced his opinion. And by no means, I think he said, any, if I remember correctly, this was a while ago, I didn't think he said anything too crazy. He was just like, she, the same thing he kind of said, like, she doesn't seem like her genuine self. It seems forced. Could it be possible? Maybe. But she got a fat home path. Or, like, the girl obviously can sing vocally, but it's just, like, oversaturated with sex, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, when it comes to this Fox Soul thing, mm-hmm. I didn't understand the tangent. Like, I was just like, this had nothing to do... All right, so wait, wait let, let's go this through it. This had nothing to do with her looks and her appearance. It's because it's, it's moments in his rant where you like, yeah, you could have just been like, oh, hey, you guys, I'm not pregnant. You know, show your body if you want to clear the air. Um, But there was, and then again, Chloe never went, like I saw his, I saw that video before I saw Chloe's actual moment when she said, yeah, keep my sister's know, name out your mouth. Keep my sister's name. And then when I saw it, I was like, she didn't even go that hard. Like she didn't yeah. go crazy. I'm so confused. And I feel so, I'm so like, this is sir, the, what did you do? This is the thing. I, I'm, I've been a fan of his as well. I think he does. He does. He does what he does very well. So when he yeah. started off with saying, first of all, girl, you are Miss Preppy Ashley from the suburbs. Then you came out and you was all promiscuous and shit. And then now you're trying to be gangster. None of it's fucking, unbe- uh, fucking believable, girl. None of it's believable. Could have left it at even that didn't make any sense. He right? could have left it at that. Yeah, but, but like, even that, I'm like, why, 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 why? So then he goes on. So this is the problem. This you point out, like he know what he's doing. I'm probably gonna catch back a lot of backlash for this. And without that makeup, she ain't cute. She should never have showed why up. We on like, that camera like, with that fat ass face with no makeup she ain't cute she's not believable she's so goddamn inauthentic that's why her shit ain't selling okay that's number one Haley is clearly it was pregnant. like he was trying to get shit off his chest and he had a mo- like I don't know Wait, why this, thing, this listen, moment listen I don't understand this part of it. why we go after people's looks and it'll, and it'll usually be the people who don't be the most beautiful. It had nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it had absolutely like, nothing to do with nothing. And it sucks because I'm like, you know what? I can't agree with you. Here's the best be honest. I can't agree with you, but you can have an opinion about whatever you want. The time, it was horrible. But if you don't think she attractive, you don't think she attractive. And that's what the fuck it is. But I didn't know why this moment granted or warrant you the reasons to yeah. even bring the shit up. You're right. It felt like, it ain't like she came out there and was like, I'm the baddest bitch and you hoes want me. Like, that's like, that ain't what she said. I was just confused. And now, and I, they've been tearing him up on Twitter all day, apparently. It would make, because it, it wasn't called for. That's the problem. It was unnecessary. It was like, all right, first of all, it was unnecessary. If you're in this industry, and this is weird too, because sometimes I sit here and I think about the fucking Donivas of the world, the Tasha K's, the Kendall Kendall, and I'll be like, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. But then I'm like, well, they are a lot further, and they're, you know, and they're more known than I. So maybe I, I should have been this, you know, quote unquote, an asshole or been able to blah blah. But you sit there and think, 
what were you gaining from any of this? And if you're in this industry, you should know that yo, if you're going to come at celebrities, they're going to come back at you. It really, but one was keep my sister name out your mouth. The other was showing a picture that she's not pregnant or showing like trying to show that she's not pregnant. Why did that warrant back all the, the, the fiery visceral that you sent them? They never called you anything. I don't understand any of this. (sighs) All right. What else? It was very weird. And I felt like I was just like, Granny, you can say what you want to say. It just was like, why did you bring this up? Like what, what triggered this, this reaction? Like, I just didn't think it made sense, but, um, I, I do like Fucky Daniela, so I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I'm not going to like listen to him. Because okay. a lot of the time, I think he got sound advice, or I want to say advice. It's not like he's advising people, but like sound reasoning. I just don't know what the fuck this was. <laughs> Irv Gotti decided that it was oh, going to be God. a good idea to go back to Drink Champs. Now, there's a couple of clips that are circulating. There's one where he talks about, cause he just, and I forgot to mention this on the on studio flow. He had just sold murder Inc's catalog for $300 million. And they were asking, yo, why you didn't give back the masters to Cha rule and Ashanti and stuff like that. Then there was another clip going around where he was talking about how he had this wild idea for bringing Rolls Royces to the hood in Baltimore. And Nas didn't think that was a good ass idea. And he called Nas scary. I don't want to talk about any of those. I want to talk about this grown ass man being upset because these young women don't want nothing from him but money. I would love to have one with me 100%. Uh. I just don't think it's out there. For me, 26 year old Dominican, gorgeous. You out here with Totones? Okay. So she asked me for 25,000. She's a real one. Let's make some noise for her. <laughs> 25,000. I was like, yeah. Where does she get off asking me for twenty five thousand? And then in the well, back of my head, want her I'm like, this is the tip of the iceberg. Mm. If she's my girl, mm. that she gonna ask. I need a hundred. Mm. Her mess. Get all of this money for my family <laughs> to have some bad come around and just start siphoning it out. That's never happening, y'all. Here's the thing. Irv got it before the drink, these two drink pa- champs appearance. He bothered me because one time, it was a few years ago, he was on Breakfast Club. And if you don't know what Irv guy looked like, he kind of looked like a little mole rat. Um, he's out of shape. <laughs> but he was talking about, he was just talking about the baddest of bad of women he wanted. And I was like, yo, it's something about when men get money. He talked about the baddest bad woman he had. Yeah, he, yeah, he do that too. It's just like, it's almost like mirrors don't exist. Like, who cares? Like, I don't have to be in shape. I don't have to care about my looks. I got a bag. And then he mad. And he's, he was really mad at her because all she wanted from him is money. But like, all you really want from her is pussy. Ain't no, don't tell me if you 53, I think it's, he's 53 and you looking for a connection. It ain't in the 20s. It ain't too many women in their 20s where you trying to get a connection from. You want her because she young. You want to have sex with her. And she know, and she making an investment. Y'all got to think like this. If for him, he should all think like this. He runs a record company. When you run a record company and you find a new young artist, you are making an investment. You are taking a risk, right? That's why the first deal is never that good for the artist. In this situation, she's the record company. She's taking the risk. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. I got prospects. I have options. If you think I'm bad, there's a ton of old rich men who think I am bad. 
So I want 25K. You got it? Nah, cool. Don't worry. I'll go find somebody else. Somebody will. Yep. Irv got to stop doing interviews. I mean, he don't, but he do. He should. Uh, Kevin Hart got to stop trying to think he's young. This fool. (laughs) He do. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw this Kevin Hart story, I thought to myself, like, oh, this was, this was like um, a few years ago before I got married when I went outside and tried to play football with my friends and I partially tore my uh, ACL. This guy was trying to race, race an NFL player, Steve, uh, NFL running back, Stephen Ridley. So he made a video that he, he had tore, uh, he blew all his shit up. He had tore his abdomen or something like that. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, tore my lower abdomen. My abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I can't walk. I tried to jump out there and do some young stuff, and I was told to sit my ass down. Sit your ass down, sir. Down. What is going on? Why people be trying to fight time? And I get it. Kevin Hart is in amazing shape. But you're not a professional athlete. Like this is what this he has to be in shape for a living. You in shape for like you know I want to be healthy. You know I want to look good. Mm-hmm. This guy has to he he got to get a contract out here. He getting hit. He of course he. Oh and uh, what is Stephen really? He Stephen really got to be younger, way younger than what's his name. Um, forty four. So wait, what did you think was going to happen? All right, but y'all pray for uh, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. What else I have on here? That might be it for Celebrity Corner. You want to talk about the pink sauce girl. Remember her from last year? Sure. She was what on she TikTok. Doing? Now she says she broke. After the pink sauce was okay. in the stores. Uh, I don't know how she lost this money. Uh, so Veronica Chef Pie Shaw was all over social media last summer thanks to her viral pink sauce condiment. The bubblegum hued condiment was a concoction that Shaw devised in her kitchen while working as a private chef in Miami. And remember when they was asking like is it approved by the FDA and she was like I don't sell medical products it was like the F stands for food (laughs) food drug so she had partnered with Dave in January 2023 she had partnered with Dave's Gourmet the condiment company added pink sauce to its portfolio, selling it at walmart.com and in 4,000 locations nationwide until July. The sauce was a new bottle providing the standard nutrition ingredient facts. Uh, While the partnership seemed to change the trajectory of Shaw's business, the internet cessation is claiming that's not the case. On August 17th, she got on IG and announced the launching of a GoFundMe page. She says, quote, as a young entrepreneur with big dreams, I followed my intuition and went went forth toward my dreams to create something new. I made a few mistakes on the way, which led me to trust a company that is trying to take everything away from me. They lied to me. They are not paying me and are not being transparent about the records. She goes on to say, I've tried on multiple occasions to try and come to one accord with them, but they refuse to reimburse me for marketing, marketing expenses that I spent my own funds towards. We'll pause here. All right. I know this sounds crazy, but it's 2023. And um, Chef Pie, you should not have signed anything without a lawyer looking over it. And I know before anybody jumps in and be like, maybe she couldn't afford a lawyer. It's not going to be too many lawyers that you could walk into their office and say, hey, I'm this viral person. 
These are all the what's the name, blah, blah. This company wants to offer me money. Can you look over this? And if this is good, like I'm hiring you, do a pro bono, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Number two that, I, that stuck out when I was reading this article. She says they refuse to reimburse me for marketing expenses. I really want to know what she spent money on because, again, she was hella viral. I feel like the only thing she really had to do was make a YouTube video, an Instagram video, a TikTok video, or a Facebook video, all of them, say, hey, guys, we're in stores now, and then pay whatever little ad to, like, yo, circle that around, circulate that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> what? I'm not saying I'm Team Dave's Gourmet or whatever, but one, you wanted us to buy, what? well, you wanted people to buy the pink sauce. Now you want people to pay because they fu- you fucked up. Like, you want it twice? I need legal help. They are refusing to pay me the royalty that is owed to me. I don't know what else to do. I can't give up. I need help. I hope I hope it works out for the pink Good sauce, luck, girl. Sis. I hope it works out. Uh, ta, 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 ta. All right. Real Housewives talk real quickly. Did you mm-hmm. see the Atlanta reunion trailer? I did. Look better than season this show really all right i don't i think it might be because we cover pop culture that is ruining reality tv for us and what i mean by that is i don't watch real housewives of atlanta i check in every so often when sarah's watching it but i do know the last few episodes drew has been working on this movie blah blah and they have not gotten to ralph's infidel or this divorce and then they're doing it at the reunion. So I'm like, wait a second. This should have probably it's been a... because Go ahead. No, it's because divorce happened after they was done filming. See, but I think if we didn't cover, <laughs> you didn't know that, you the season might be a little more enjoyable. I don't know. The Drew might, might be the worst part of the season or whatever, right? But that's what the main focus of this reunion seems to be. I mean, there was a charade candy back and forth, but it was mostly Drew cheating rumors. Uh, they they had evidence for um, what's old girl? And oh girl, my bad, Andy or whatever. And then Ralph shows up and he was like, "You acting?" <laughs> and then she and then she walks off in some tears, like, "I'm not doing this." I I don't know what he was doing other than being nonchalant, but it didn't seem like he was doing anything else. But what was it? What was it? was the candy who had the line was like, um, you know, after seeing this information, she was gaslighting Ralph. She was, yeah, and that's not the first time I heard that maybe they was both gaslighting each other type of thing. I watch a lot of stuff. I'm so invested in bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I am. I be so invested in bullshit, but um, that's not the first time that I heard that maybe that they like, by all means, Ralph be gaslighting. By all means, we see that on TV. Mm-hmm. But it was also like, maybe it's a two-way street. Like, maybe they be doing the stuff to each other, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, because I, I actually just asked a friend and I was like, was their relationship cool before she got on this show? Or being on this show highlighted some other stuff? Or has he always been this way and you just didn't notice it until you was able to rewatch it? Yeah. Because I feel like he didn't automatically just become this narcissist overnight like if the cameras are rolling i'm gonna be ass so like i just can't believe that and i feel like he's probably always been this way and you just took it 
And then when you got on TV and then you had all the commenters, like comment people that's commenting, saying like, girl, what the fuck? And then looking back on it, you get to replay this. When it happened in the moment, it happened in the moment. You can't go relook at it. But when you relook at it, you're like, shit, okay. But, all right, isn't there a disconnect? Like, I get that reality TV in quotes. It's not really reality TV. But the scripting they do is not good from just a television standpoint. And what I mean is like last year, they was I think that was Jamaica last year, right? And Sonya was there. Mm-hmm. And then was it Marlo or somebody brought some dudes to the date and they got to arguing. But one thing that stuck out was one of the wasn't one of Drew and Ralph's storyline was he was writing a book and he might adopt her son. So you know how crazy that looks yes. like? Could you imagine writing a television show and be like, well, this season she wants this man she loves this man so much she wants him to adopt their son you know and he's writing about being a stepfather and the next season they're getting divorced but we don't see what transpired for that it's weird i don't know yeah, <laughs> it is it very much is weird like the first season you know or this her second season or her third season third i think i think third um it's to me. I feel like it's just saving face, and I feel like she was trying to do what this season was save face, trying to make things everything seem like everything was okay when it wasn't, or at least you didn't feel like it was. I'm also very confused on trying to figure out if things are actually authentic with her, um, when it comes to that relationship, or do you just bring certain things up because it makes sense to in this moment? Like for example, when they went to Port. Did they go to Portugal this year? I think so. Yep. Off the coast of Spain. And when they went to Portugal and her and Sheree was having this moment and she started crying and came to be at the end scene portion of it. And, you know, you in that moment and screaming about these lawsuits and how this is frustrating. It's a thousand dollars and you show dignity and pride and everything else is going along with it. But in your talking head or confessional or green screen, um, you're going, oh, my brain was on Ralph and he's in Vegas and I don't know what he was doing and I'm like how convenient because <laughs> what the like oh, the, before you went to Portugal you was just so excited about him going to Vegas and having this opportunity to audition for said thing and now you're going I don't know what he's doing you know what I'm saying like it mm-hmm. just the, the math don't be math than with Drew sometimes so I'd be truly understanding people be like she be acting because I'm like I feel like you just use things when it's conveniently placed for you yeah, and then there was uh, what end up? Oh, that I wonder if that um, her worried about Ralph being in Vegas is like when they be like when guys get to cheating. What anybody I guess they think their partner's cheating too. So they're like, so I wonder if that's it because I don't. And you know what's weird too? Last episode this pertaining to this when he he visited her trailer and was like, so did you kiss the girl? You liked it. Because also, (laughs) I I feel like you, Drew, is making this kiss with LaToya bigger than what it is. Um, Trying to save some type of face, and maybe it's got to deal with the fact that y'all going through said divorce. And you being insulted or feeling a way about him asking about said sex scene when... Think about it. If you're making a big deal about kissing Latoya, it feels like, oh, my man would be very upset that I kissed this woman. 
But then here he come being like, tell me about the sex scene. Yeah. That don't work for your storyline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it does not. I want to like Drew, and I, I really do. But it, like, a lot of the time, I'll just be like, gee, I don't know if this authentically you. Real Housewives of Potomac is should be coming up probably in October, I guess, because I think Salt Lake City is up next. Ashley sat down with the messenger and she talked about what we should be looking forward to this upcoming season. She revealed that her relationship with the other Real House of Potomac Housewives is shattered and grew during filming, creating a roller coaster of emotions. And the tensions from the, the, uh, the season seven reunion have only intensified, leading to a clear divide among the cast. And she goes on to say the upcoming season promises to be filled with spicy drama, including happy moments, sad moments. This is every season. This is moments of anger. Fans can't wait for the premiere day and trailer to be released. All right. Uh, Anything else I got? Let's see. I think that's it. I'm going to hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Eva Marcel. Did you see this? I don't know. So Eva Marcel posted a picture of herself on Instagram. And due to the comments, she turned the comments off due to, I guess, the comments she was receiving. If you've seen this picture, let me see if I can send this to you. Eva Marcel. You see it? It's her in this black and white ensemble. On the table, desk thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think people were coming at her for her weight because she looks very slim. And understandably, uh, people were also calling those people out like, yo, haven't we learned from Chadwick Boseman, blah, blah, blah. They're true. That's right. You shouldn't do what they're doing. But my thing is, and I think this is what social media has be- becoming or made people turn into, we're only here for positive praise from others. And... I don't understand why any celebrity, because Chloe did this too. I saw this video of Chloe Bailey hopped on just uh, whatever social media site. She just had a camera in her face and telling a story how she busted her ass. And I'm like, man, when you're famous, you get paid to put cameras in the, the cameras in your face. You know, you get paid for that. Blah, blah. I couldn't imagine just being like, I'm whole, I'm bored. Let me put another camera in my face and tell y'all a story. But back to Eva and other celebrities like her. And just regular people, a lot of people just post stuff that they want other people to like. Like to me, and I get cutting off the comments, but why have comments on for celebrities? What is the purpose? Y'all don't care about that. And I'm not saying that they want all the regular folks to die, but it's not really that important. And you only respond to the negative, meaning if she posted this picture and everybody was loving it, she wouldn't be like, let me turn these comments off because I don't want that to go to my right. head. She wouldn't right. have done that. That's true. So I'm like, well, y'all just got to, y'all got to stop being this way. And you got to be, uh, I guess, open that you're going to get criticism. I didn't criticism. say anything, but I definitely saw the picture and I definitely was like, wow, she's really small. Yeah, she does. She does look small. Um, and I was like, but but she could be going through some things, whether that is being sick from because i don't because i i don't i'm sorry and i should know the difference between bulimia and anemia and anorexic no anorexia anorexia because so like she could have something like not cancer because i don't put that on her but she'd be going something like that or she'd be could look in the mirror and doesn't see that she has gotten this small and it it looks 
it's shock it's shocking for us to see who have seen what Eva has looked at. Is it Eva? Yes, yes, in Eva. my head, when she when I noticed the weight loss, I was like, maybe she's gonna get back into her modeling bag. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I maybe you have to go back to being a certain size. But then I did see that picture and I was like, wow, she's really small. And I, I when I scrolled, I was just like, I hope she's okay. It's really all I said. That's and all I you just can. kept going. Like yeah. I didn't make a comment or anything about it. But she is small, and I really do hope that she's okay, whether that is if it's medically or stress-related mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. I have this rule of but, thumb yeah. when it comes to social media commenting, um, especially when you listen to like a lot of podcasts. And when you listen to a lot of podcasts or just videos in general, uh, watching YouTube videos, I don't criticize unless I've, I've complimented. And I especially first. Because sometimes you'll listen, whatever your favorite thing is, you will listen to it day in and day out and be like, oh, this episode is amazing. I love this, blah, blah. And the moment they get something wrong or you don't agree with them, that's when you want to hop on. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. Because if I didn't compliment them, I can't show up here mm-hmm. and criticize. I do that first, at least. Because that just is, is, that's why we react more to negative than we do positive. All right. I think that is it for today. Uh, nothing happened while we've been potting, right? I'm gonna say how did I saw because I feel like every time I'm done with a podcast, all hell breaks loose. I'm gonna save Tiffany Haddish and Glorilla because <laughs> they're not together, but they got. To, I have two stories on them, and then uh, before we get out of here, we gotta say rest in peace to Magoo, uh, from Timberland and Magoo yes. and Missy. He passed yes. away while our, our break. I think he was only like 50, 51 years old, too. I don't He's think 50, I think. I don't think the cause of death has come out. Magoo. Is this the right one? No. Because, you know, there's a Mr. Magoo. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Timberland Magoo song? The love to love to uh, love you. Yeah. Oh, the there we go. I fiend for all beats like girls jump for tricks. Don't salt the next man. Keep that Lindbergh hit. Yeah. Magoo's death at the age of 50 was announced on August 13th, 2023. All right. Next week, I think we're going to talk about whatever news happening, but we can jump into a. I want to I want to try to create something over Hip Hop 50 cuz Hip Hop did turn 50 uh in between this this break we just did but I don't know what to do. <laughs> cuz obviously we could do something for Patreon and play music there but I was like what could we do for Hip Hop 50? Uh I don't know. I no it was good to see I don't know if you haven't seen if you haven't seen it yet but you can watch the whole 8 hour event on YouTube and Mass Appeal. It was dope to see Cool Herc and his sister, the one he threw the party for, who came out and was like, it was my party. Basically, I should be getting all the praise. I'm like, in a funny way, she wasn't being serious, obviously. But it's like, oh, but hip hop might be, because I want to go check out New York Times, too. They they sat down with a bunch of rappers and people in hip hop. But it might be like at this time in our life where where Cool Herc and Grandmaster Flash and them still are alive. The people who were mm-hmm. there from the beginning, like the people from the end of rock and roll, they might be all gone now. So yeah. we got we to gotta cherish these moments of like, oh, shoot, people, y'all still here. Y'all, y'all can see. And I wonder what that feels like to be like, yo, 
just me finding a breakbeat and mixing and scratching birthed all this. That's got to be crazy. And it's got to be crazy, too, when you think about, like, yo, there are rappers who can just catch a song, right? Like, what's old dude's name? They got the song called Billie Eilish uh, a couple of while. I forgot his name. I do have him in my class. But he probably has more money. He probably made more money off that one song than, like, the pioneers of hip-hop. Because yep. you, you catch one song, you can, I mean, just like performance off that alone is more than the what the majority of rappers, you know. We per- need them all to be on the track. We was actually talking about, uh, me and my friends were talking about how you don't have those collective tracks no more. Like, remember they, we are the world. We are oh, the yeah. We have uh, all those people in one song. Self-destruction. Like, we don't have stuff like we're that talking no about more. self-destruction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have those anymore. Oh man, nah, I wish I wish now because when they do the posse cuts now, it would just be like, yo, let's get 13 dudes on the same in the same loop and keep it going. Like I feel like one blood might have been the last one, but that wasn't like a positive joint. But yeah, when was the last We Are the World? Well, I mean, I, and we're not counting when Gal Gadot tried to get everybody to sing the celebrities to sing Imagination. Remember that crap? When, during COVID, the celebs like, we're, we're, we're hurting know. too. And we're like, no, y'all not hurting like we hurting. Y'all kind of rich. <laughs> I'm like, y'all kind of rich. Yeah. I'm like, COVID being rich would have been more fun. I'm going to let y'all no, know right now. Of COVID, you hear these numbers is supposed to be going back up. Shut this shit down. I don't care. All right. That's the episode, y'all. <laughs> I enjoyed COVID. Yeah, I mean, obviously not with the death, but the, the low, gu- the low gas pricing, the streets was uh, like clear. I don't know if the economy can handle it, but there were there were there were moments of of the pandemic where you're just like, not so this is not so bad. Especially that early moments where there were no sports and we was out here protesting and shit. <laughs> that was that was probably Listen. the best part. All right, that is the episode. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. And it's actually, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Channel. I'm with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out all the podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Support on Patreon. Call us at 331-240-1732. I remember the number now. I don't have to look at the little paper. <laughs> and 1732. Yeah. Uh, 240-1732. 331-240-1732. Until next time, guys. I say peace, she says. Bye.